we're learning together, you and I, to take life one day at a time as God intended. And we're doing that by taking a single thought into the day that keep us connected with God and our best selves. And today, I promise you, that single thought is so easy, you will have no problem remembering it. In fact, it's just a single word, and the word is breathe. Breathe. Breathing is actually a biblical activity. In fact, the entire journey of the human race began with it. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. This remarkable moment, it says that the Lord God formed the human being out of the dust of the earth. And the idea is not that he created a little dust bunny. It's dust is a picture of our mortality, our finitude. And then God breathed the breath of life into the nostrils of the man. And the man became a living being. And every breath since then has been a gift from God. In the Psalm, Psalm 104, there's this beautiful picture where it talks about God's care for all of his creation. And it says that uh, when you withhold their breath, creatures die. But when you send your spirit, they are created and the face of the earth is renewed. And we've talked about how in uh, ancient languages, in Hebrew, as well as in Greek, as well as in Latin, the word for breath and the word for spirit is the same. So we're going to practice right now. Sit up real straight and relax your shoulders. Lift your head up a little bit. Close your mouth. The text says that God breathed into the man's nostril. He didn't do mouth to mouth. There's reason for that, as we will see. So close your mouth. And we're going to breathe in for about five and a half seconds and breathe out for about five and a half seconds. And as you do that, I want you to invite God, would you be present now in my mind and my body as you are breathing in? And then just simply breathe out anything that would keep you from being close to God this day. So here we go. Let's breathe in. And out. You will breathe because God gives you the breath of life. It's nothing you ever earned. You're not entitled to it. You will breathe. James Nestor says, he's written a fascinating New York Times bestselling look, a book just called Breath. You will breathe about every 3.3 seconds on average. You will breathe about 25,000 times today. You will breathe 670 million times over the course of your life. But Nestor says, most of us are doing it wrong. It turns out that there's a deep connection between breathing and a sense of peace or a sense of anxiety or fear. And when we get anxious, our breathing becomes uh, shallow and rapid. And actually, he says that most of us have become so tensed and so stressed out that we're doing that all the time. You are made so that if you are short of breath, it produces a kind of an anxious feeling in you. That's a good thing. We ought to panic if we're not able to breathe because breathing is so important. I was running this morning and noticing when I was going uphill and short of breath, it just produced this real unpleasant feeling inside me. I've got to have enough breath. But this often causes a uh, kind of downward spiral. And he says people that struggle with panic or anxiety or obsessive disorder or even uh, eating disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder, eating disorders, 
uh, often have this spiral where there's anxiety and then I breathe short, rapid, shallow breaths that are all up here and then I feel more anxious and then I breathe faster and instead we are invited to breathe with a sense of peace. We also breathe wrong because we are mouth breathers and a lot of studies were on that one. He notes one where uh, Japanese rats had their nostrils closed and they developed fewer brain cells just from breathing through their mouths and they got dumber it took them twice as long to learn how to run a maze. There was a book called The Breath of Life back in the 1800s that said the most important motto in human history is shut your mouth. And there's a variety of ways in which that is true. Breathe. Right now. You have a Heavenly Father who is watching over you. You are not alone. You are not at risk. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. So breathe. Now the great giver of the breath of life, the great giver of the spirit, of course, is Jesus. And Jesus went through our suffering, our trauma, our fear. Uh, it's an interesting thing when Jesus died on the cross, folks who have studied crucifixion say that most often death on the cross through crucifixion comes about by suffocation. Person on the cross eventually is so weak and exhausted they are no longer able to raise their body enough to be able to exhale and inhale. And Jesus went through that for us. In the Gospel of Luke, at the end of his life, it says, uh, Jesus gave up his spirit, his pneuma, and then he breathed pneuma, his last. And then he came to his friends, his disciples. This is in John chapter 20. He stands in their midst. And they have the doors locked because of fear. They are breathing rapid, anxious, shallow little breaths. And Jesus says one word, peace, and then he breathes on them. And if you don't get a little echo here of Genesis 2-7 happening all over again, only this time so that we can get it right, you're not paying attention. He breathes on them and he says to them, receive the Holy Spirit, Numa. And then he says again the word peace. So that's what we're gonna do today. The, the Latin word for peace uh, is what gives us the word respiration as we breathe, also inspiration. God wants to inspire you. We are meant to go through life inspired and not with our uh, brows furrowed and breathing scared, rapid, shallow little breaths. So I wanna invite you right now to uh, enter into a time of prayer. Sometimes people will uh, uh, talk about prayer as a kind of spiritual breathing, as though physical breathing is a metaphor for spiritual breathing. Actually, it's not a metaphor. Breathing is spiritual. It's just that in our day, particularly in our secular day, we separate it and we think that breathing is a secular, non-God thing to do. No, the spirit, breath of life from God is what keeps everybody alive. 
And often, uh, folks who study breath say, uh, when people look at patients that have emphysema, for example, they would see there was a huge problem breathing. They thought it was a problem breathing in. It's actually a problem breathing out, breathing out what is toxic. So, right now, sit up straight. I'm gonna invite you, just in a slow, peaceful way, to breathe out what is toxic and to breathe in what God has for you. So relax your body, breathe in and invite God to be with you in this moment. Breathe out fear. Breathe in hope. Breathe out despair. Breathe in courage. Breathe out hurry. Breathe in patience. Breathe out anger. Breathe in kindness. Breathe out hate. Breathe in love. Now may God go with you all through this day. In any moment when you feel rushed, inadequate, agitated, weak, disturbed, upset, afraid, here's your word for today, breathe. Here's your prayer today. Breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life anew. that I may love as you have loved and do what you would do. Don't forget to breathe. I'll see you tomorrow.